Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drew. I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that'll improve your vision the longer you listen. And today I want to have a little bit of fun, do something a little bit different because uh, we're going to celebrate a little bit. We're going to celebrate a couple of things. Uh, to all the dads out there, we've got a Father's Day coming up any day now by the time you listen to this. Hopefully you'll be able to enjoy it with those that matter most to you. And uh, I'll be celebrating a birthday of my own here coming up shortly. And here today, June 16th, 2021, is an old friend's birthday. Tupac Shakur, happy birthday to you. Uh, rest in peace. He would have been 50 years old today. Um, many of you, probably most of you, hopefully all of you listening know who uh, Tupac is or was. Uh, a musician, an artist, a uh, movie star, um, individual. And I was thinking about recently how I've learned a lot from the guy. And he's been dead a long time. He's actually been dead for almost 25 years. He was alive 25 years when he left this earth. Uh, some might argue that timetable a little bit, but that's not up for debate. Um, and we're not here to debate, you know, character and imperfections of any individual. I'm just here to say uh, a couple of things that I wanted to share in memory of Tupac Shakur, the artist and musician. Um, he was a powerful individual who a lot could be learned from, and uh, he set some examples. I left behind some warnings as well, but some of those examples were pretty powerful. You know, examples like being able to leave a legacy, to be able to transcend musical genre with your message or your messages to the world, right? From your experiences that you want to express. He was a very gifted individual with words and found a way to get his message to the masses, you know, really like few others have, have done. And I was just thinking about for someone that has a mixed reputation of sorts, you know, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly, some might say. Um, but when you, when you take all that out of it and uh, try and say, okay, well, what can we use as either life lessons or some of the, the positive things that are rewarding to take? that are still prevalent 25 years after his death. Well, anyone who was familiar with the man of the music would not argue the fact that he was a very passionate individual. There was not much of an in-between with him. It's one side or the other. And I think that in general, just, just the idea of passion and the fight and uh, to have the spirit inside of us to um, really want to go forth and accomplish something in the world, whether it be just in your own personal life to overcome troubled times, you know, personal struggle, or whether it's to make a bigger impact on the world, to reach an audience, to shape and impact the lives of tens, dozens, hundreds, thousands. And so none of that really happens without passion, a real true conviction. And so from an attitude and mindset standpoint, it's like, whoa, 
you know, that type of fire to have in your soul um, is really one of the key elements of, of things that, that human beings have within them that contribute to their ability to break through all sorts of barriers and limitations. It's even thinking about the compilation of some of his poems uh, that came out. It was called A Rose That Grew From Concrete. And while obviously a you know, softer tone um, than one might remember him as, it, I think it did a great job of being able to, again, highlight the idea that some of the imperfections of your background or the environment that you were growing up in or the seed that you were planted in may play a role but it doesn't completely dictate. It doesn't completely dictate the outcome in all circumstances. So that was something powerful that I took away from, from him because the attitude, the mindset, you know, of a winner, someone that's, you know, even if it's against all odds, you know, you're going to triumph. And I think that's something important about us as individuals, especially driven individuals, motivated individuals, goal-setting and goal-getting individuals, you have to have this swagger about you as though, like, I cannot be stopped by any obstacle that's in my way. So guess what? Move on. I'm coming through. And the universe will make way. So that was one particular thing I took away uh, from the artist and the individual that I think is a big piece of looking at how when faced with objects, obstacles, objections, there's an attitude of overcoming that can be that wrecking ball to obliterate such perceived limitations. And that's the real takeaway from that from a mindset standpoint that I think is important to share. That if you don't know much about the individual, you don't have to go much further than to say, hey, if you're going to look, take something simple and basic was the mindset and attitude driven by his passion. And it's the words mixed with emotion that could really just set the world ablaze. And he had a gift for that. And that was, uh, I think, what made him a very powerful individual, a loved individual, even in some cases a hated individual. So the power and the passion was definitely undisputed. But aside from that, I think another thing that I would, would take, it's definitely worthy of highlighting, is really the, the work ethic. You know, the, the passion, it, was, it, wasn't just, it wasn't just hype. You know, there was where the rubber hit the road. And from a creation standpoint, from a get your word out, get your message out, make it louder, make it heard. Um, he had quite the reputation of a work ethic, ability to go in into the studio and create multiple songs in one time. And if you think about it, it wasn't that he had to make his own beats or sing his own chorus. He did the part that he did best. He did the part that he did best and was known for was he put words and passion and experiences together as an art form and would really hone in on the thing he was best at 
and everyone else would play their part. And he would get the right people to surround him to make the music that sold it to millions. And so when I think about business, and especially some of the first forays into business, how we can tend to think we have to do it all, like every single thing. I got to be the chief, cook, and bottle washer. I got to run the restaurant. I got to work the the grill. I got to work the, the seating arrangements. I got to serve the food. It's almost as though we operate in that capacity and in our minds we know that's not realistic and so one of my mentors taught me was that the purpose of learning is mastery and so if we're trying to learn a new craft or an enhance a current craft that's really where we have to spend our time is on that one skill you know you think of a sport There'd be one drill or two drills you're doing over and over and over to build one skill versus every single thing an athlete in that sport might need to train on. It's all about leaning into your strengths to be able to accelerate the advantage that you get from that strength. And so when you really look at the fact that Tupac was quote-unquote famous for just the period of his short adult life. Let's call it 18 to 25. Now granted, he was a very talented individual and has uh, you know, some artistic works that date back into his teen years. He's got an educational background in school of the arts and, but the household name, the legend, the musical artist that, that came to be known famously that really started about 18 or so, 19 or so, 17, 18, 19, you know, those late teen years, all the way to 25. So just thinking about just the window of time um, that that was very short for basically a kid to put out lots and lots of albums, lots and lots of songs, be featured in multiple movies, make millions, have a series of bad stuff happen too, but on the good side of things, just a very active career and that type of work ethic for a young adult is almost unheard of in this day and age. And that's amazing and that ties right back into that passion and that work ethic together was what made him what many call an overnight success. And that's when you realize, like so many others that are an overnight success, it's that passion and that work ethic that effectively collapses time such that it seems as though no time has passed and this person's skill is just built very, very quickly. No different than the kid that works on his free throws all summer long and then he's the best on the team the next season or the wrestler that practices that one move to the point that they know they can tell their opponent, I'm going to pin you with this move. And it doesn't matter what the competitor does to stop it. It's been spoken. It's going to happen. So that was a couple of things I thought 
would be good to just call out about not just a person, not just a musician, um, but I think an, an individual that had a lot of star power, the star burned bright and went out far too soon, but there's a lot to be learned from that short period of time. And I think that even individuals like many of us really aimed at longevity can take some of these best practices and principles to be able to maintain our longevity. Things like passion, work ethic, honing in on their craft, mastery, persistence, desire to leave a legacy, right? And so those were a couple things I thought would be worthy of memory on the 50th birthday of Tupac Shakur. So that's my little, uh, my little tribute for this episode of Learn How to See Better. I've learned how to see better. I've learned to see the power of passion, power of emotion mixed with words, and how that can have a much more significant influence than just sharing something that was maybe less meaningful. Our experiences of life are worth living, and we need to put life into our words. And so if you take anything from this, don't be afraid to tap into your passion and to share it. Share those experiences. And if you're working on developing yourself, lean into those strengths, hone your craft. Mastery is that reward that you get for all the hours invested and the hard work. So with that, I think I'd go ahead and wrap up this episode. I hope that you too can take some lessons from this listen, apply them to your own world, take a moment to pause and think about some of your own passions in life. What can you do to either rekindle those or fan those flames? Let's not be lazy with the things that we love. Let's lean in to make the most of it. Until next time, this is your host, Drew Davis. Learn how to see better. The only podcast out there that will improve your vision the longer you listen. Thanks for joining.